It's the Brand Experience Podcast, and we're talking all things brand experience and experiential marketing. So each episode, we're bringing you our thoughts and insights to help guide you through building and sustaining memorable brand experiences. So let's get started. Hey y'all, it's Teju, the host and the owner of Brand Experience, and we are on the last key, the eighth key. Finally, (laughs) and it seems like we've been going over these keys for a while and we have because they're literally that important. But if you're just joining us, uh, go back and listen to episodes 11 through 18, um, which we discuss all the keys in detail leading up to this one. So going forward, you'll notice a few updates to the podcast um, on the brink of our one year anniversary uh, we celebrated a few weeks ago and just some internal analytics goals you know and, and more uh, but we were waiting for the eight key series to end so we wouldn't disrupt the flow of the pod midway through because you know consistency is important to us uh, but for starters you'll know we'll most likely update the podcast name um, from the Brand Experience podcast, you know, that was first it was the Brand Experiencer and then we just kind of moved it to just our name, the Brand Experience podcast. Um, but we wanted something that more clearly portrays more clearly. Is that correct? Portrays the goal of this pod, which is memorable experiences, you know, like how to create them, understanding them, communicating them, impact them, etc. So we haven't officially decided on the new name yet. Um, but we're leaning toward, you know, memorable experiences with brand experience. I don't know uh, what y'all think. But whatever we decide, you know, you, you guys will be notified first. And you'll see the change once the alert, alert pops up because most of you guys are subscribers anyway. Um, and another update or change or I don't know what to call it really because we used to do do it um prior but anyway um, we'll be bringing back our segment called our brand experience with and if you're a podcast og member with us then you know that segment was included in the first 10 episodes of the podcast so if you don't know which segment i'm talking about go and listen to episodes one through ten um but you know that segment in that segment we reviewed brands that had great decent or terrible brand experiences and we offered our insights and thoughts on and more on their journey because it's their brands but our experience so that'll be coming back as well um as you guys enjoyed that segment um, well, we did some social listening to um, find out how you felt about uh, the pod going forward so that'll be coming back We'll also have some guest um, industry leaders on the pod coming up um, that can help offer some additional insights and their thoughts so that they can also let you know how important it is. And you don't always have to hear from us, uh, but you'll see that and a few more other updates to the pod. But we just wanted to throw it out there to let you know that those changes, updates or continuums are on the horizon um, and that we've been thinking about it for a while, just didn't disrupt the flow of the eight keys. Nonetheless, um, let's get into this last key. Um, The eighth key is to keep your word. A promise is a commitment and 
if you know anything about me, you know the message that I preach all along, all the time, is that if you're nothing else, your brand has to be proof of promise. And I remember the early days about a year ago when I was on most of my speaking engagements or like podcast appearances or interviews, whichever I was doing, I was always conveying the message of proof of promise because what usually was the problem for brands and mainly how I got in the industry of complete end-to-end journeys was that brands suffered with being proof of their promise. And you'll hear me use them interchangeably, keep your word and proof of promise. Um, but we're essentially talking about the same thing. And that's that's whether you you, you swear you're going to return your, your sister's laptop or your friend's laptop on Saturday um, and you don't. Or you reassure, you know, if you sell a product or whatever and you reassure your stakeholders um, that it's going to provide such and such hours of entertainment, right? You're making a pledge, making a promise. A promise is a commitment. And in our fast-paced world where everything is just like at our fingers and there's so much and there's always access to information, to brands, whichever it is, you know, trust is hard to come by. And so promises matter, especially for businesses and brands. And they're how people learn whether they can truly believe in you and your company. And and not a lot of people focus on the importance of just that. And we you've all felt like a string of broken promises before. And this concept it extends far beyond just brand experiences, experiential marketing. Um, but it, it's really just about human connections. We've all felt a string of broken promises before. And in the business world, a broken brand promise um, really is enough to bring the entire operation to its knees. You know, and that's because if the stakeholders don't believe in you or what you're selling, then how can they feel comfortable wanting to do business with you? Right. And when brands follow through on the promises that they've set, uh, the result isn't what we always discuss. We It's a loyal, happy stakeholder. Right. And that stakeholder is ready to be an advocate for the business and the brand and continue to help it grow and extend your reach for nothing. Just just for being proof of your promise. And on the other hand, you know, when a brand breaks that promise, it shatters again that stakeholder trust. And that can lead to a lot of different things. Uh, for one, a damaged reputation, um, a decrease in the revenue, and, you know, just plenty of dangerous and negative reviews. And I know... Again, when I got into the game, I met a lot of brands that didn't care about the negative reviews because it's like, whatever, that's one person. But that one person turns into three and three turns into five. And they might not have wrote that review, but the word of mouth reviews and I can go on and on. The point is that it can lead to a lot of those dangerous negative reviews. And so, you know, today's stakeholders, they usually build their understanding, as we always say, of your brand on the memories that they collect every single time they interact with your organization. So 
we've talked a lot about brand touch points, interactions, memorable experiences. All of it is one circle working together. And so if you are not making sure that your brand is delivering on that brand promise through every touch point, um, then you're missing out on your opportunity to, to, again, foster that relationship, build and develop a strong relationship, and a loyal stakeholder following. And, you know, your brand exists in the minds of your stakeholders. Like, that's it. Nowhere else. <laughs> you know, no matter how clever your brand messaging is, it can't alter the brand. It can, it can only raise awareness or reinforce existing perceptions, you know. But if, if your stakeholders know that your brand promise is empty, you know, they'll just brush it off at the disconnect between your messaging and the actual brand experience, which is really a scary thought. So, you know, not it's not that scary. If you've committed to following through on your brand promise and you literally move heaven and earth to do it, I say it all the time. And some brands get it, which is why that segment we discussed earlier on our brand experience with is important um, because they know that success depends on listening to and understanding the stakeholders. They understand that you have to impact and empower your internal stakeholders to achieve that excellence and, you know, making sure your brand standards are met on the front line all the time and then using innovative ways in response to market trend, which is these experiential. And what I want through all of this is to understand how this is the last key, but all of them are tied together into developing a memorable experience. And again, as we talk about the brands that get it, there are other brands that don't. And we all know what happens when, you know, usually these customer facing, not stakeholder facing businesses, lose sight of what's important, right? And so, you know, to us, the brand promise is an example or represents a wholehearted investment in serving the needs of your stakeholders. And in going further, you know, you really want to earn their confidence, loyalty, and trust. And for me, I think the biggest problem is that there's not enough emphasis on brand promise in, in the brand building portion um, and that's because we are usually conditioned to focus on so many of the aesthetic parts of our brands. This part of the branding process is lost. And so a lot of the lack of promises being met by brands to me stems from no knowledge or clarity on what a brand promise actually is and then how to create one to keep your stakeholders coming back and to gain that loyalty and advocacy. So we're going to talk about it today. So a brand promise at the basic level. So we're going to keep this really basic, kind of high level. A brand promise is a declaration of assurance. That's, that's the best way to put it. Um, it's you telling your stakeholders what they can expect when they purchase or use your product or services, right? 
that's any stakeholder, whichever level, any touch point or interaction. And I always say a good way to look at it at, is as an extension of your brand's um, proposition statement, right? And while that brand positioning or proposition statement, whichever um, term you use, gives context to the overall organization and it explains why you exist to the stakeholders, your promise is how your stakeholders can differentiate you from your competition, and a promise makes you inherently more desirable and relatable too. And I learned this going through learning, just getting degrees, to think about it like this way. So if your brand were a person, its brain would be responsible for the logical things like that unique selling proposition or positioning statement, right? And the way the person looked would be represented by like your logo and visual assets, right? While their voice would be driven by uh, marketing plans and personality. And in that metaphor that I learned back in the day in marketing, uh, the brand promise is the heart of your personified company. It's, It's the emotion that drives the brand to deliver that memorable experience. We tell you all the time how the memorable memorable experiences are connected to the emotions that your brand evoke. And so just in that metaphor, it's a good way to think about it. I mean, I learned that back 13 years ago. Um, I learned that back in school. And I've always remembered that metaphor when trying to convey and understand brand promise, right? And uh, the best brand promises will always be the ones that infuse the guiding values of your overall organization um, into everything you do and say. Because after all, you know, a conflict between your brand promise and the way your brand behaves quickly causes problems for your brand. This is what we're typically used to when we're trying to coin what it is we don't like about someone's experience. Because we've all seen the companies that, again, struggle with establishing a strong and credible brand promise. I always think about, like, one time I was at a restaurant and the restaurant claimed to be, like, family-friendly. And I remember I was with my nephew and they didn't even have high chairs, you know, for the babies. So I'm like, well, but it's, if it's family friendly, that should probably be a part of it. Because more than likely, children are a part of the family. Children of all ages. So how do you not even have high chairs, right? Okay, so them being fam- family friendly was a part of that promise. But they did not deliver on that because how they would be able to be proof of that promise, having high chairs available wasn't there. Um, Or, you know, the companies that claim to be all about efficiency, but they take forever, (laughs) you know. So, you know, it's the only way your brand promise can deliver value and loyalty for your brand is if you commit yourself to it. And I oftentimes talk about this on if you're following us on Instagram on the stories sometimes. um, If it's really not who you are, it's going to be very hard for you to deliver that within your experience. And so I talked about how on online someone can be very different and then you can you can meet them complete opposite. And it's because it's not really who they are. And so they're trying to build a brand on what they think you would like and not on what they can deliver. And stakeholders 
always know a genuine promise when they see one. Always. Uh, think about the, the brands that promises you are aware of, the ones you believe in. You can, you can always know when they're genuine. And the, your, your, your brand's promise should be born from your brand purpose. And that is usually connected to your values, you know, inspired by those mission statements and delivered in every interaction and touch point you have with your stakeholders every single time. So how do you create one? Because we discussed what it actually was and and we're keeping it again really high level on how to actually create one. Um, but just like many aspects of the branding journey, you know, the promise is one of those components you can use to develop connections directly with your stakeholders. And I always say, if you if you want to stand out and be memorable, because that is the ultimate goal of what we're doing, then vague promises, um, like if you you make cupcakes and if you ever promise like we promise our cupcakes will be delicious that's just not gonna do right because your stakeholders will expect certain things from your business as a standard and your promise needs to go far beyond that right so as a business standpoint if you sell cupcakes they would expect that you are selling delicious cupcakes so the promise goes beyond that um you know and so always, again, an example, I think FedEx is FedEx's promise, I'm pretty sure. Um, they claim to be like the ultimate solution um, for people to send packages safely. Let me let me get it correctly. They claim to be the ultimate solution for people who need to send packages safely and securely overnight. Right. And so in that promise, in that vow that they're making to all of the stakeholders, FedEx tells all of us, our stakeholders, that they're not just another delivery company, that they're a business with a focus on speed and efficiency, right? So we know that every time we interact with FedEx, no matter what we are interacting with on with them on, that our packages are always going to be safe and secure, and they're going to happen overnight. Every single time. That's what they're promising. And so the easiest way to find your brand promise or de- develop your brand promise um, is to dive into your manifesto. So that's what it's called, you know, and start to really think about how you can combine your business adjectives, those five that you should have, your mission, your personality your brand values, your brand story. Take all of that and put that into a deliverable concept for the stakeholder because that's essentially how you develop what you promise to be with each and every interaction, no matter the stakeholder, no matter the touch point. And so once you are able to combine that manifesto, again, that is those five brand adjectives we always encourage you guys to start with in the build branding process in the beginning stages it's your mission it's your brand personality we talked about the brand personality spectrum um, it is your brand values and it's your brand story you put all of that into the deliverable concept and that then births your brand promise and all of those things are true to who you are as a brand 
Um, and so you should be able to deliver that with each and every interaction. And we know that I can continue to rant about being proof of promise or keeping your word for days and months and years because I've been doing it. But I challenge you to make sure that you first and foremost have a brand promise. Uh, Second, and most importantly, that you are delivering on that brand promise by being proof of promise. And if you are not, and through this process, you discover that you might not have it or you are struggling to deliver, you know where to find us uh, because that's what we're here for. So this was the last and final key, which kind of wrapped up all of the keys and dibbled and dabbled to the overall to keep your word because that is usually the make or break. So this is the eighth key and it's to keep your word. All right, you guys, that concludes this week's episode. We have officially made it through all the keys. Again, if you want to hear them all, start at episode 11 and go all the way through to this episode. Each key had its own dedicated episode where we went in depth to talk more about why that key was important and how to implement it into your experiences. And this one I freestyle because this one is really important to me. So I hope I didn't go off on a tangent too much for you guys. I thought I did pretty good. Uh, Just remember to keep your word and all the other eight keys. But that is it for this series. Um, And so like we said, this series is complete. So we'll be discussing what we have learned over this past year. (laughs) And that's going to be a fun one. um, Along with all the rest of the updates and changes we alluded to earlier within the pod. And so you do not want to miss out on any of those. So to not miss anything, make sure that you are following us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of it at Brandsperience. Um, subscribe to our e-list, which shout out to you guys because you hopped on that right away um, when I mentioned it last week. And then also subscribe to the podcast so you'll know when it's up and you'll see some of those changes we talked about. Or if you want to continue to talk about keeping your word or any of the other keys, email us at info at brandsperience.com with your thoughts or questions or insights on um, overall experiences or, you know, just head to www.brandsperience.com for all things us, us if you can't remember all that I just said or you want one centralized hub. We also uploaded some case studies if y'all want to see us being proof of our promise. It's all there on brandsperience.com. All right, you guys, we will definitely talk to you later. Make sure you keep your word. Bye.